it's Ronnie Davis, and you're listening to Eating More, the place to be if you want to learn how to stop eating in ways that make you feel like crap, if you want to end the weight and food war, and start reimagining healthy eating and living. We'll show you how to change your mind, your food world, and your life with less doing and more being. Every morning when I'm out walking my dog, I can hear my heart screaming, run, run, do it, come on, run, go for it, do it, do it, do it, run, run, run. And at the same time, I can hear my body going, nope, (laughs) not today, we're not doing it. So which one do I listen to? And why does that matter? Why is it so important? That's what I'm talking about today. Back in 2007, when I started my fitness journey, and God help me, I hate that phrase now. But anyway, within a couple of months of starting my, quote, fitness journey, I had started running and predictably got obsessive about it. So obsessive, in fact, that within three months, I went from being completely inactive for years to running 10Ks up to five or more days a week. Do you know what happens when you go from being completely inactive to obsessively exercising in a short period of time? I do. (laughs) Multiple injuries happen. I had stress fractures, shin splints, my patellas hurt all of the time, and my feet bled from blisters. But I kept running through it all. And in fact, it was a point of pride. Look how tough I am, I used to think. Look how much pain I can endure, I thought. As I complained about how much my body hated me for causing all of these injuries and making it harder to, you know, reach my goals. Just as a side note, I have seen this repeated in so many people over the years. We set these ridiculous goals for our bodies in the name of health or getting skinny while completely ignoring what our bodies actually need. And see, health isn't defined by how many goals you reach. And your body doesn't give a shit about your goals. It responds to your choices, not your goals. So stop setting health or even weight goals and start focusing on your moment-to-moment choices. How do you feel right now in this moment? How do you want to feel? Is there a gap between the two? And what do you need to do about it if there is? Anyway, back to my story. So when I started lifting, I did, of course, the exact same thing. I went from having never lifted in my life to immediately training hard five days a week and being on stage for my first competition within a year. And when my shoulder started killing me, well, my body hates me, I thought, and I trained through it. When my back started killing me, my body hates me, I thought, and I trained through it. When my SI joints started killing me, (laughs) you can see where this is going. When everything hurt all the time, same thing. My body hates me and I trained through it. So where did all of that get me? Oh, sure. You know, I, I won my last figure competition and, you know, I was a nationally qualified champion figure athlete. But I was in pain all the time and I still hated my body and myself and to this day I cannot run or train without pain sure I can do a couple light jogging intervals a couple times a week if I want to sometimes but any more than that and my knees get pissed and lifting 
Sometimes I try to play around with a few weights, but that's all it is, playing. Lifting much of anything causes excruciating pain in my neck, back, and shoulders, still to this day. And that's after devoting three years to every recovery modality that I could find to try to heal those injuries. And my body still just says, nope, we are not doing that again. Now, for years, I hated my body for it. I hated my body for not cooperating. I needed it to be perfect, and it wasn't perfect yet. So I needed to keep training, I thought. And all of these injuries were getting in my way, I thought. I was terrified of what would happen to it if it looked, if, like, what would happen to it, uh, what it would look like if I missed workouts. And so I just trained through agonizing pain for years. And the whole time, it just kept getting worse. You know, like when you ignore your car's check engine light for too long, and eventually your engine blows up? Yeah, kind of like that. The pain just kept getting worse until I couldn't bear it anymore. And I decided to stop training for a little while. You know, I thought, I'll just stop training long enough to figure out how to get this pain to go away. And then I'll start training again. For three years, I did that. I spent three years obsessively trying to find something to, quote, fix it so that I could train again until it finally hit me. This whole time, my body has been smarter than me. And instead of listening to it, I had been fighting with it, fighting against it. When I started running, it was trying to tell me that I was too obsessive, that I was doing too much too fast. And I ignored it all until I could barely walk. When I started lifting, it was trying to tell me again that I was too obsessive, that I was doing too much too fast, but again, I ignored it until I was living in excruciating pain all day, every day, and living on Robax Platinum just to get through the day. Those things, that lifestyle, they were destroying me, and my body had been trying to tell me that the entire time. When I recognized that, I finally just got it, you know? The whole time. My body didn't hate me. It never hated me. It was trying to communicate with me. And in that realization, I felt so much gratitude. And I decided at that moment that I would never fight with it ever again. So now, when I hear my heart wanting to run, which is often because I love it and I miss it. I remember my knees and I don't. Or I remember my knees and I do a few short intervals, but if my knees start to say, hey, knock it off, I honor that message and I immediately stop. And yeah, it can be frustrating because I miss running and I miss that feeling of hitting new personal bests in the gym. I haven't felt the high of a good workout in many years. And I really do miss that like crazy. But I love my body too much not to listen to, trust, and honor it. So when it says we're just done doing those things again for a while, then I just respect its judgment and I listen. Does it mean that I do nothing for my body? That I don't do any movement at all? Absolutely not. I walk every single day and I I stretch. I do a little bit of yoga every single day. Every day, those things are non-negotiables because my body tells me that we need them and I gratefully listen. Sometimes I'll hop on the treadmill for a few light jogging intervals. Sometimes I'll throw around a couple of weights. 
But the second, and I mean the instant it starts to even feel a little painful, I listen and I stop. And I don't do it again for a while because my body is smarter than I am. And the most beautiful thing about all of that is how many different ways this has helped to change everything. First of all, my body is not in constant pain anymore, which is a beautiful thing. But also, simple things like I used to uh, think that I hated drinking water. And the only time I would drink water was if I was, you know, quote, on track or trying to, quote, be good. Now I naturally drink probably around a half a gallon a day, not because goals, but because my body tells me when it wants a glass of water and I just get one. I stopped drinking alcohol about three years ago, not on purpose, not because I was trying, but because it makes my body feel like shit and I just don't want to feel that way because I listen to my body. And the most glorious of all, I stopped binging and overeating foods that made me feel like garbage. I learned to naturally just eat what I want when I'm hungry and stop when I'm full. For somebody with my history with food to get to this place feels like a miracle. But there really wasn't anything miraculous about it. All it really took was unlearning patterns of thoughts, beliefs, and behaviors that weren't serving me and relearning to love and trust myself and my body. And it all started because my body loved me enough to tell me something needed to change. And I finally stopped fighting with it and obsessing over my external world long enough to go inward, reconnect, and listen. When your body is in pain, when it's not feeling very well, when it's bloaty or uncomfortable or sick because of what you've been eating, all of these things are messages that it's trying to communicate with you about the ways that you need to change some of the ways that you're treating it. So the question is, will you get quiet, go inward, reconnect, and listen? You've been listening to Being More with Ronnie Davis. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about embodied cognitive eating training and access free resources, visit www.ecet.online.